What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Jadenae here, your host for today's episode, for every episode of Hauntivities. I am so happy to be back, you guys. It has been a very event-filled season. <laughs> it's been a lot going on, to say the least. Um, I'm grateful I'm grateful for what's been going on um, because I'm like I stated in my last episode, I'm in a I'm in a very pivotal season. I'm in a very pivotal time. Every decision I make in this season of my life, in this time of my life will eventually lead me to either destiny or demise. <laughs> and I'm I'm not taking this lightly. Every day is important. Every day is crucial to what God wants out of me. If I do not follow him in this time of my life, I won't make it to where he wants me to be, especially in his timing. And he's very he's a very gracious and patient God. But in our relationship, when I'm aware of what he wants and decide to not align with that, I bear consequences and I'm I'm not trying to be the kind of person who learns things the hard way like I have before. So today's episode will be dedicated to protecting the season that I'm in. Today's episode is called Get Somebody Else to Do It. I know you all have seen that TikTok or Instagram reel where the audio is can you record me real quick? Huh? Can you record me real quick? Uh-uh, get somebody else to do it. Baby, when I tell you that blesses me to no end, it blesses me to no end. Uh-uh. Get somebody else to do it. What does that mean to me? Get somebody else to do it to me means that I am respectfully declining to cross my boundaries to fulfill your request why is that important to me is because I have a history of people pleasing and I also have a history of tending to my pride by people pleasing and what do I mean by that I mean that in the past I have I've affirmed my identity by being everything for everybody. I thought that it was a privilege to be the everything friend. And that just made me feel good about myself. Being able to give people money or fight for people or spend hours with people being their therapists or prophesying to people, praying for people, hugging on people, take people out to have fun, um, being the turn up friend, just being the everything friend. I thought that was a privilege. I prided myself off that. But what, what did that ultimately do for me? It just made me tired. <laughs> it just made me tired. And there's nothing wrong with being capable of being an everything friend and an everything to everybody. But that always, 
if not nine times out of ten, causes you to lose a big part of who you are and a big part of yourself, your time, your effort, your emotion. And it also puts you in a very, it puts you in a questionable place because you're doing all of this, but it's not always being reciprocated. And it makes you question yourself like, okay, am I trying to be these people's God or am I trying to be their friend? And one of those questions is redundant because surely we're not God. So I, I've I've had to I've had to go back to the drawing board about I've had to go back to the drawing board to assess who I am, what is the essence of who I am, and what do I want to be known for? Do I want to be known for the person who doesn't have boundaries? Do I want to be known as the person who doesn't have boundaries? No, no, because over time that communicates to people that. You don't have to respect my time. You don't have to respect where I am because I'm going to drop whatever I'm doing for you. I'm going to pour into you and you and you and you to ensure that you're set up for success, that you're doing what you're called to do, even if that means that I'm not doing what I'm called to do. And when a time comes to to show your fruits, to display your fruit, am I going to have any fruit? No. All I'll be able to say is, oh, yeah, I was a part of um building that for that person okay then what did you build for you nothing nothing i've seen the manifestation of lacking boundaries in multiple areas of my life um that have been friends who would call me or text me and say oh hey how are you and then I'll say, you know, not that well. And then they might ask a question about, like, what's been going on. But somehow, some way, we're going to segue into what that friend's problem is and spend hours on the phone talking about that friend's issue. And then we never get to the root of mine. And then by that point, I've drained every every piece of my emotion and all parts of my capacity to tend to that friend's emotion. And then by the time we're off the phone... My issues don't get addressed. And then I'm too drained to process through what I have going on, which then carries on to the next day. And those feelings will then fester and bubble over. And then, boom, I'm a wrecking ball. Or I've had male friends who, because they don't feel like putting in the actual effort to um, build meaningful relationships with females to, or, or to invest in romantic relationships of substance, they'll try to get whatever they would get from that romantic relationship from our relationship without the title, without the commitment. Like, okay, Gianna, you're here. You're my friend already. You're attractive. And you don't have boundaries, so I might as well just, like, cross the line in multiple ways to give me what I need. And then I'm going to go home, and I'm not going to check on you, and I'm not going to invest in <laughs> make your well-being. 
I just want to get what I can get from this relationship for my well-being. And so I've I've been like left on the side a lot. And I'm not going to put all the blame on the people who have required a lot out of me. I'm going to put the blame on me because I didn't have the boundaries up. Because I thought that by letting people have access to multiple areas of my life that I was doing everybody a favor and I was building myself up by doing so. But that's not accurate. That's not accurate. To not have them is unhealthy. To not have boundaries is unhealthy. And it's not saying that you have to have a wall up. There's a difference between having a wall up in relationships versus having boundaries up in relationships. A wall up meaning you're is a wall up means that you're not letting anything in, whether it's good or bad. There's no potential for any healthy relationship. There's no potential for you to be poured into. Nobody can make it past a wall. A boundary, on the other hand, is up for protective measures. But then I feel that even in a healthy relationship, boundaries can be modified. Boundaries can be modified. These people can have access to your life. They can have access to um, parts of your life, parts of your parts of who you are, but they can't compromise your boundaries. They can't take over who you are. They can't take over your life. They can't consume you. And in these healthy relationships, those modified boundaries are respected. So they're not yelling out to people, get away from me. They're yelling out to people, respect my time, respect my space. Because in order for me to be the healthiest me, not just in this relationship, but in my life in general, I have to have boundaries. I have to preserve my time. I have to preserve my emotions. I have to preserve what I'm working on. So that's where I am now. I am practicing building the boundaries and maintaining them. Even in a time where I might start to feel comfortable or lax or safe, my boundaries are still very much so needed and and significant. I watched The Best Man um, last chapter. Or final chapters? One or the other. And there was a part where um, Regina Hall's character was working in um, the office of her advisor. And this man had been around her, been around her family. They had spent hours together working on her dissertation. Plenty of days. Then one day she was there super late and he had got off the phone with probably his wife who was about to come and pick him up. And she asked him, Regina Hall asked him to come and look at her laptop to review something she had written. And he leaned over and he was reading what she had written. And then he backed up and then he leaned over again and she was still sitting there, you know, not too alarmed by what he was doing but eventually he grabbed her shoulders she still didn't seem alarmed 
possibly because he had demonstrated that he could be trusted. Then his hand started to move. And then it went down to her chest. And then he grabbed at her chest. And then she got up and ran out. None of this is her fault. No part of this is her fault. The issue is this man took advantage of her vulnerability. Her boundaries were modified. Her boundaries were modified. She moved him around a bit because she felt she could trust him. But he saw her vulnerability. He saw the fact that she trusted him in some way, shape, or form and took advantage and tried to assault her, made a pass at her. And that is what happens when you get into um, uh, some kind of dynamic with a person who doesn't respect boundaries or who can't be trusted. They try to take advantage of your vulnerability. And this is why it is important for not just women, but anybody to, to assess the people who you let into your life and into your space because the wrong people will try to take advantage of you if you demonstrate any sense of vulnerability. And it's so unfortunate that this happens, especially more so to women, because some of us look for safety or look for refuge um, with certain kinds of men. And once we feel like, okay, I can let my guard down, we start to, um, I don't know, like we, we kind of like embrace that man as like some type of like protection or father figure or something. And the wrong men view that as an invitation to take advantage of the woman. And again, this is not the woman's fault. It is the man's fault for dismissing what boundary is there and seeing this vulnerability as something that is not. So I've been learning over the past couple of weeks, couple of months, actually <laughs> year how vital boundaries are that if I don't see obvious fruit in a relationship or if I don't see that a certain dynamic could grow into something better or something beneficial, something that would um, benefit both parties that I should exercise that quote. Nah, I'll get somebody else to do it because people will drain you till you don't have nothing left. I'm telling you, I am a, uh, I can testify <laughs> that I have been in many situations where I will over exert myself for someone who won't even demonstrate the bare minimum for me. 
I will overdo my part <laughs> for somebody who wouldn't even do the bare minimum. And what is that teaching me? No matter how much you do for somebody, if they don't feel like doing it for you, they're not. So, boom. No. Get somebody else to do it. Uh-uh, baby. Get somebody else to do it. The answer is no. <laughs> and no is explanation enough. No. I really love to see people who who, who go from like being people pleasers to being the villain because of them saying no. My mother is a good example of that, of going above and beyond for people. But after a certain level of healing and deliverance, that, yeah, I could do it. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. That turned into, no. Why? Because I don't want to. I don't want to. But as a word of caution, as a word of caution, it's important to have balance. Because, like my mama, I was somebody who went above and beyond, like I stated before. But I went from that to always saying no. Like, always. <laughs> to always saying no. And it's like, girl. <laughs> you know, sometimes you can be nice or kind and offer yourself. Like, it's okay to sometimes... Um, lend yourself <laughs> for the benefit of others. So I'm in that in that time where I'm trying to balance um, saying no versus saying yes. Knowing when to lend myself, when to extend my energy and effort, and when to preserve it. It's difficult when you've been burned so many times that that trauma can make you feel scarred. To the point where you just don't ever want to offer yourself again because you automatically feel like you're being taken advantage of. But everybody's not out to get you. Everybody's not out to hurt you in any way, shape, or form. So do what you must to develop that balance. And what I what I always do is ask God for the wisdom. First, to ask God for clarity. Then to ask God for the wisdom to discern when it's time to lend myself and when it's time to not lend myself because nobody knows better than he does. So prayerfully, I will remain committed to this process. It's ongoing. It's a lifelong thing. It's not a code that you can crack, but it's just once you get into the mode of being consistent, with maintaining your boundaries and knowing when to modify them at a point in time it does become automatic like it's ingrained in you and so I want I want to get to the point where the where I exercise the wisdom that God has given me regardless of what the situation is and who the person is because some people can <laughs> tempt you to overexert yourself some people know which buttons which some people know which buttons to press but I just want to exercise that wisdom I have so I can discern which time is beneficial and which time isn't, if that makes sense. 
So I hope that was helpful. I pray that you all are respectful of your own boundaries, that you don't destroy them for the sake of relationships or for the sake of being accepted or embraced because there are people out here who who will still love you and still celebrate you and still love on you even when you say no before I go I'm gonna pray very quickly and then I will depart so father God I just thank you for your children I thank you for reminding them of how important they are and reminding them of how much they matter. I thank you for showing them how important of an investment they are. Their lives should be prioritized, their projects, their ideas, their dreams, whatever they're working on, their goals, they're all worth being prioritized. So Father, I pray, God, that you will remind them that they are significant. I pray that you remind them that they should be their first priority, that because you love them and because you prioritize them that they should do the same for themselves i thank you god that this is that season where you will reward those who sow into themselves and that you will demonstrate that favor god and set them up in places where they can succeed and where they can grow and where they can be prosperous i pray that you will be so present in the process that they're in and their road to recovery, their road to fulfilling the destiny that you've revealed to them. Keep them focused in this season. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. I will not take as long as I have <laughs> to record and edit the next one. Catch me here again next Thursday, 7 o'clock. I love you all. Goodbye.